Hey everyone, welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host, Michael Montal, and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. On this episode, we examine the events that occurred April 6th. So what do we talk about today? Well, let's talk about Peter the Great. Why was he so great, I hear you asking me? Well, to answer that, we really have to look only at history. To start, Peter the Great essentially broke down this czarist form of government that Russia had previously known and basically created Russian nobility by appointing non-noble people and making them barons and counts. He founded what is considered to be the most European of all Russian cities with St. Petersburg. He helped Russia connect with Europeans and made Russia a military superpower. He also created comprehensive legislation for Russian life. All in all, some pretty crazy stuff. Oh, and he created a beard tax. Created in 1689, the beard tax was a result of Peter the Great disguising himself in order to learn about the country of Europe directly. In his travels, he learned about shipbuilding, visited heads of states and collections of curiosities, theaters, and may have been known to throw a wild party or two. However, when it was time to go home, he decided that this was the time to modernize his own country in order to better compete with the likes of Europe. In order to do this, however, a few changes had to be made such as the calendar, a overhaul of the military, improving the country's reputation, fashion, and beards. He got it into his head that beards were going to be a thing of the past and shaved his own beard, but also would shave the beards of all of his men. The beard tax was then created in order for some to get around this new Russian requirement. It was a few kopecks for peasants and a hundred rubles for nobles and military officials. Once paid, they would receive a token showing that they had paid the tax for the year. As you would imagine, this didn't sit well with everyone as some of these beards were grown for religious purpose. In the Russian Orthodox Church, it is believed that man was created in the image of God, which includes the beard, and to shave it would be a great sin. Rumors began to circulate. Fleetwood Mac was very big at the time, that the Tsar was not the real Tsar but a replacement, and mistrust began to take over the country until in 1705 when a military division initiated an open revolt in the town of Astrakhan. In a letter written by the rebels, they claimed that they were taking a stand for the Christian faith and also against shaving and foreign dress. They really wanted their long coats back instead of the European jackets. But it didn't go well, and hundreds of them lost their lives in the process, while others were forcibly and publicly shaved as a punishment. And this all lasted until the year was 1772, and on this day, April 6th, Catherine the Great formally repealed the beer tax. While the tax did bring in some money for the government, about 3,500 rubles a year, It was largely unsuccessful as the majority of people were actually willing to shave and then the overestimation of how easy it would be to actually collect on this tax. 
In fairness to the ridiculousness of the story, there is also a claim that the beard tax was set up in order to help pay for the Great Northern War, in which a coalition led by Peter the Great moved in on Sweden. There was a large anti-Swedish movement at the time, and the 15-year-old King Charles XII was believed to be an easy target. The war, which will probably see its own episode, lasted from 1700 to 1721, and was the end of Sweden as a leading power in the Baltics. As far as Catherine the Great goes, you can find the occasional true story of Catherine in the Hulu series The Great, not a sponsor, which I have yet to watch. And speaking of TV, do you remember the character of Todd Chavez from BoJack Horseman? Todd wasn't a slacker, he was an idea man and a child at heart, and BoJack's best friend. He lived on Bojack's couch, at least for the first few years of the show, and had a series of misadventures with the titular character. There was also Emily. She was a friend and ex-girlfriend of Todd's, and never seemed to get over the feelings she had for him. He never seemed to return those feelings for her. I'm sure he loved her as friends love each other, but while Emily wanted to be with Todd, Todd did not want to be with Emily in that way. She eventually asks Todd if he's gay, and he replies that he doesn't know what he is, that maybe he's nothing, and she calls him asexual, a term that he is not initially receptive to. He doesn't like labels. But then, over the course of the next season, he comes to terms with his new identity, joins a support group, and eventually learns about the ace community. He goes on to meet Yolanda Buenaventura, of the Better Business Bureau, and they begin to date because while an ace can be asexual, meaning they experience little to no sexual attraction, it doesn't mean that you are a romantic, which means you have little to no romantic feelings. So why am I talking about this? Well, the year was 2021, and on this day, April 6th, the first International Asexuality Day was held. The day was designed to celebrate asexuality and the work of its advocates worldwide. This day also celebrates demisexual, gray asexual, and other ace identities. This will be an annual event that focuses on advocacy, celebration, education, and solidarity. It also complements Ace Week, the last week in October, but focuses more on the international aspects of it. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.